Welcome, heroes. You're listening to Episode 9. Welcome to the City of Heroes podcast, a resource for the casual heroes gamer. Your hosts, Chooch and Viv, are here to explain basic and advanced features of COH, as well as give tips and answer your questions about this great MMO. Greetings, heroes. You're listening to City of Heroes Podcast, Episode 9. This is Viv. This is Chooch. See how we flipped it up on you guys there? You were expecting <laughs> Chooch to go first. But he just kind of looked at me, so I talked. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not going to cover any news this episode. Right. We didn't really have a whole lot, and we covered it in the last episode. So here we're just going to talk about... Third-party add-ons. This is something that's very familiar in other games, like World of Warcraft specifically comes to mind, because there are a lot of user interface add-ons, and and they made it very configurable. So, WoW players are really used to going to the sites and downloading all kinds of crazy stuff to tweak their user interface and all that sort of thing. And City of Heroes does not have any officially recognized or sanctioned add-ins. Right. All of these add-ins are at your own risk. Mm -hmm. They technically go against the terms of use. You could technically have your account deleted, have your characters deleted, and be banned from the game if you use them. Right. That being said... (laughs) They're flourishing. They're flourishing. They're used a lot by a lot of people, and they really enhance the game. Absolutely. And so there are these... I want to make it clear. These are not hacks. These do not change your abilities they do not let you see through walls. Right. They don't do anything that that changes or takes from the experience for other players in the game. Right. They're simply things that give you additional information and and add to your enjoyment of the game. Right. And the first one of these is actually probably the one that most people would take offense to, hmm. and it is vidiotmaps.com. Video map it's it's kind of, it can kind of be seen as cheating in some ways. Um, video maps is a site that gives you very in-depth and detailed maps of the COH and COV worlds. Um, they tell you where all the badges are. They tell you you know where the exploration badges are. They tell you where all the contacts are, where the stores are, um, that kind of thing. You know when you enter a zone for the first time, mm-hmm. hazard zones. The whole map is blacked out. You right. don't know where anything is. Not you have the regular to go and find city stuff. zones, but right. like hollows and those kind of zones. Yeah. So going to video maps would tell you where things are where normally you shouldn't know where they are. So that's why I'm saying they could kind of be seen as a cheat because they actually give you info that you don't have yet. I have to argue on the side of they give us the ability to get our coordinates in game. Mm-hmm. Now it's a very painful system mm-hmm. where you have the the um the three different coordinates that you're getting if you set it to what is that right there's the there x y and z find location or something like that and so you mm-hmm. have to figure out how to use that. Right. But they do give you the ability to do that. And so if you decide not to use the video maps map overlay which is what Chooch is talking about mm-hmm. then you can go to different sites and you can find out what that 
triple coordinate number right. is for, say, the top dog badge, which right. you know is the one on top of the statue in Atlas Plaza. But what Vidiot Maps does is it gives you, you can either go to the site and get the coordinates, mm-hmm. or you can get the map overlay, right. which puts it on your map. And right. I really don't see a big difference. Right. I mean, I understand people being sensitive to the exploits and that mm-hmm. it's against the um, terms of service. I'm totally sensitive to that. I was nervous about using it initially. Mm-hmm. It seems to me like there's a silent blessing going on right. because they know that people are using it. Yeah, and I've never heard of anybody getting banned or no. having anything negative happen for using them. Right. So uh, at thevidiotmaps.com, you can actually download a program, and what the down what the program does is it installs an overlay. Right. Now, normally when you hit the M button on the default key mapping, it pops up your map, and you see the city zones, right. and then you can see the actual zone you're in, and then click the other tab, and you can see the whole all of Paragon. Right. Um. What this does is it effectively replaces the the bitmap image, the picture image of that, what those actual maps are. So when right. you zoom in, you can see badge locations, you can see store locations, you plaques. can see plaques, you can see where giant monsters spawn. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get all sorts of additional information, and right. it it's obviously helpful for exploration hunting. And even when you've experienced the entire game, mm-hmm. you're level 50, you've gone through everything, you've gotten the badges. When you have a new character, it's so much easier to just have it right there right. and know right where to go. Right, because it's hard to remember exactly which building top in King's Row has that badge, you know, which hall, you know, which dark alley has that exact mm-hmm. badge. And I again say that because they give you, if they didn't give you the ability to get the location coordinates, mm-hmm then I would be more to the argument that it's a ha- it's an exploit or something like right. that. But because they give you that ability, it seems to me that this is just the next step. Yeah. You go from either going into a zone where your map is completely blank. Mm-hmm. And if you do go into a hazard zone, then you still have the screen blacked out. You can't see everything to fine detail. You can see where stuff is, but you can't, it doesn't like, it doesn't like, change it to the point That's where true. it lightens up your blackened yeah. out map. Yeah, even if even if you do have the Vidiot map overlay installed, if you enter a hazard zone like Hollows for the first time, it still is blacked out. I mean, I have found it to be really, really helpful, as everybody mm-hmm. else has. And I think yeah. that it's just the difference between getting a coordinate and going to it and going through right. that 10-minute struggle, or you've just got it there. Sure. And I'm going to just use the thing that's there. And if it's something they really didn't like and really didn't want you to use, it would be very easy for them right. to see that you've installed it because those overlay files will have been changed and they could overwrite it with every new patch. Yeah. They could put a little code in the game that looks for it when it changes and overwrites it again. So it's definitely something if they wanted to do something about it, they could do very easily. So that's one that we use. and. Yeah. We're not saying run out and use it. We're not telling you to use it. We're just giving you access to the tools that we've found useful. And again, use at your own risk. Mm -hmm. And we will be posting links to all of these handy-dandy tools on our webpage. Absolutely. The second tool is called Hero Stats. And it is a game that that gives you in-game statistics. It gives you a little little overlay application that shows you real-time stuff that's happened in the game. For instance, when you're when you trigger a power, it'll tell you how long until that power recharges. Mm-hmm. Or you can set the the preferences to not show that depending sure. on what you want to see. It's very customizable. Yeah. 
Um, it gives you information on buffs. I found it when I really saw the benefit of it the most was with a my bubbling controller. Yeah, I would bubble people, mm-hmm. and then this would flash a little red bar mm-hmm. when their bubble was coming up. Yeah, and I would know that I needed to rebubble them again. Yeah. Um, I thought that I would really enjoy it on my empathy healer, but it, I so rarely look away from the heal bars, mm-hmm. the health bars. Right. Sorry, not heal bars, the health bars. That I wasn't. I don't watch that aspect of the hero stats at all. Mm-hmm. So I watch it more on my controllers, like you're talking mm-hmm. about, but not on healers. Yeah, it gives you all kinds of information. It tells you how much XP per minute you're getting. Mm-hmm. You're earning how much prestige per minute or influence per minute you're earning. It tells you, uh, it how tries long. to estimate how long you have till you'd level. Right. If you continue time. at the current rate of earning XP, mm-hmm. when you'll level next. And honestly, <laughs> it sounds kind of stupid, but honestly, one of my favorite things about it is at the bottom, it's always on top, so it doesn't hide. Right. It has a clock. Yeah, I know. It lets you know what time it is all the time. <laughs> That sounds so stupid. We don't have to turn our lazy heads to look at the clock. It's wonderful. Um, And uh, what's most important for a lot of people is that it links into City Info Terminal and City Game Tracker, which we'll talk about in a minute. Those are badge tracking sites. Yes. And so they use it so that when you, the moment you get a badge, it automatically sends a flag to those sites and lets them know that you received the badge and. In that way, it validates that you really did get the badge. Verification. Correct. Right. Real quick, also, Hero Stats, when you finish your gaming and you close your gaming client, you close Hero Stats, it will give you all kinds of charts and graphs right. and statistics. Great statistics. It tells you so much information. Now, you have to go into the options to turn the graphs on. Right. But um, even without that, it gives you a listing of all the badges you received, right. the total amount you healed other people for, the total amount you were healed for, the total amount of damage you took, how many bad guys were defeated within your gaming session, mm-hmm. how many bad guys you specifically defeated, defeated. Mm-hmm. Um, and just... So much information. Influencer and prestige mm -hmm. earned, all kinds of stuff. Percentage of accuracy on your attacks. That part's very helpful when you're testing out what you want to enhance more. So you know which attacks doing how much percentage. And then the charts and graphs, when you turn those on and the options are a whole other level where it kind of gives you over your career how much you've been doing for the different aspects. Right. So number crunchers. Mm -hmm. You'll love it. I enjoy it just seeing if my accuracy numbers are high enough mm-hmm. or if that's my clue on my blaster if i need to go back and look at enhancements again right. and when i was leveling my main blaster that's really all i used it for was looking at those accuracies um, right. as i leveled up i do want to make a comment about mm-hmm. one of the statistics on there is that if you're looking at the healing badges um i i'm pretty sure that when it says num because it does give you heal it does give you heal XP. Mm-hmm. It tells you how much you healed for. It also tells you how much you were healed for, how many buffs you cast, and that sort of thing. Right. I think that it only records your output. Mm-hmm. Your output, not what your actual credit is going to be towards your heal badges. Okay. Because, you know, you can stand in the middle of the Peach Pit or mm-hmm. Atlas Plaza and be on spam heals and heal 50 people for, you know, 300 
per hit per person. Right. And it will tell you when you're done what your heal points are. Uh-huh. But you only actually get credit on your heal badges for what you are actually healing people for. So if they're down so 50. So if they were 100%, if, then you're you not got getting credit, credit for, for zero because right. they weren't damaged. That's the information that I've gotten from. Okay. Because I was wondering what was taking me so long because we would do hammy raids and right. we would do this and that and the other. And I would see, you know, I have all this, you know, 2 million heal points in this session, and yet I'm still so far from the 10, mm-hmm. 10 million heal badge, which I now have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that That's when I researched it, that's what it came to is it doesn't, you can stand right. anywhere and heal people at 100%. You get zero credit towards that badge. So otherwise, you could hang out in your SG base with some fr- friends. When you're in the base, it doesn't log you out automatically. Right. So you could just sit there and have, you go to bed with it healing people. And you could get the badge overnight. No. Well, I'm saying that's the theory. Oh, if they but get that doesn't right. work because it's actually the amount healed, exactly. not the amount. And that's where you hear right. about heal farms going on where people get there. And I can't remember which one it is. There's a longbow, mm-hmm. a specific longbow gladiator that you have to get. And then you can go into arena and do mm-hmm. some sort of heal farm. And the aspect on that is that... Um, there's a healing, there's damage done, and then there's you're actually healing it. Right. So it's not just sitting in the middle of a room healing a bunch of people 100%. There's, you're actually healing damage that's being right. taken out on other people. So, Interesting. Yeah, so don't look at that and say, well, I've hit 10 million heal points, and I still don't have the badge. That's because you're healing. It seems to me that it records people that are fully healed in the same way as if they were down to zero. Mm-hmm. So be mindful of that. It's not hard, fast rules. It's not this is what you're getting credit for on your badge. This is just what your output was. Right. Like I said, I on my blast dryer, all I ever really used it for was to look at the actual accuracy percentages after a mission. And then I would have to turn around every once in a while and start deleting all of those HST files in the HeroStats directory because they really start to add up after right. a while. I had it running for a few months, and then I basically deleted them all except for the last file. It saves an HST file for every single gaming session. So anytime you change characters, it creates a new file. And every day, every time you log in, and they really start to add up. So I would go select all and then delete it, and it was like 500 megabytes of HST files. So that's how detailed the statistics are. But they really do start to add up. Well, it asks me when I go to shut it off, do you want to save the info? And I always click no now since I had to Mm. clean all that stuff off my hard drive. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I don't know what it's doing when I'm just swapping characters and not exiting hero stats. But I know when I exit hero stats, it's prompting me, do you want to save changes? And I always say, no, thank you. Because I look at the statistics right then and there. And because, as I've said a million times... Or at least three. I'm not a numbers cruncher, and I don't track those statistics. I know in the options, there's a thing to say whether to autosave. And so you can turn that on or off. And I don't know if you turn that off, then it prompts or what. But I had always had the autosave just set to on so it wouldn't bug me. And it still prompts me sometimes. Mm. So I don't know if that's a bug in the code or if it's really saving or not saving. And I haven't looked at my HST files in a while, so I might have... Uh, the, the good number saved up. But. Yeah, maybe time to clean the hard drives again. <laughs> yeah, just so if you know if you're using it, that every now and then you're going to want to go in there. And clean um, it out. Yeah, and go into the directory. You can click to sort by file type, so it'll sort all the HST files together. 
and select them all and you'll see how much it's taken yeah. and you might be surprised. <laughs> yeah, it, it is a lot of information. I mentioned the City Info Terminal and the City Game Tracker and these are individual sites that do very similar things but in a slightly different way. Right. And they actually came together into a network that's called the Titan Network. Right. The Titan Network includes cityinfoterminal.com, citygametracker.com, cohfaces.com, and cohplanner.com. Right. Now, only two of these are actual in-game add-ins. Right. The others are websites that you go to for certain mm-hmm. things, but they don't specifically go in-game. Right. Well, actually, now that I think about it, City Info Terminal is not an in-game add-in either. It relies on hero stats to give it the statistics on badges. And CGT does as well. Yeah. Well, there is actually a separate actual CGT client that also oh, gathers right. the statistics. Oh, it will yeah. either get them from hero stats or it'll get it from its own client. So there is an actual add-in. That's right. Now, I don't use City Game Tracker. I used to use City Game Tracker and Hero Stats for a while, and I saw a lot of redundancy, and right. I really liked how Hero Stats worked in general. Right. And what really pushed me over the edge was, I the think clock. it was issue 9. No, not the <laughs> I think it was issue 9 or 10. There was a bug and City Game Tracker oh, right. was doing really bad things. Right. And if you had it loaded, just you did life was painful. So I got rid of it and used Hero Stats exclusively, and I never went back. <laughs> I yeah. never reloaded it. Yeah. And they fixed the bugs, but I just, eh, that was, you know, what I needed to stop that redundancy. Yeah. So City Info Terminal. It's really for the badge hounds. It's very badge focused. Um, it lists it lists information on every badge in the game. Now, on its own, without doing the tracking system, City Info Terminal is a great resource for badge information. Sure. So even if you decide not to do all of this, it's still a good resource. Mm-hmm. So it gives you information on every badge, including how to get them, um, information on you know what you need to do to get them, what if there are any prerequisite badges yep. that you need to get It'll to get them. them. Mm-hmm. And it shows villain side badges as well. Yeah. And then it also tracks your character um, character statistics uh, through Hero Stats, like I said. And within Hero Stats and the options, you can give it your City Info Terminal name and password. Right. So it'll update for you. And uh, it does badge verification. Um, badge verification is important because you could technically go in and just click all the badges and say, I have this and this and this and this and that. So you could actually go in and say, you have every single badge. But the verification, what it does is with the hero stats, hero stats actually knows when you get a badge, so it reports it immediately, so that's a verified badge. Or within the interface, you you can click your personal info that gives you the tabs for the different types of badges. If you now every badge actually gives you a title in the game, it shows you so it shows it to everybody else under your name. So you have your name and what the title is that you selected when you leveled up, when you got to level 20 or whatever, and you were able to set a title. And then it shows you the badge that you selected to show, and it shows your SG name. And so you can do that. And so when you click those to select it to show your badge, that through Hero Stats tells it, right. I'm selecting this, this title. And it knows that the title wouldn't be in the menu unless you had earned the badge. So it knows that that's verified. Right. 
and that works for everything except for the gladiators. Right. So if you've already earned badges on your characters and you start using the hero stats city info terminal After combo, the then you mm-hmm. can go through and you can click on. And I actually did this when I started using city info terminal. I didn't feel like messing with the program mm-hmm. for verification. I just went through and clicked all of my badges. There weren't that many at that point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it did record them all into city info terminal again, except for the gladiators. Right. To actually get the gladiator names in there, there is a slash command to set your title. And you set title with a specific number. Right. And that number corresponds to one of the gladiators. Mm -hmm. And it'll actually set it if you already have that gladiator unlocked. And if you don't, it won't. And what City Info Terminal gives you is a downloadable bind script, which sounds kind of scary, but all it really is. It scared me off. Yeah. (laughs) I gave it a test and you download it. It's a little executable file. You execute it, it creates a binds folder on your C drive. And in the game, you use one command that loads that bind file. Mm-hmm. And then you hit the T button on your keyboard. And when you hit the T button, it goes to the first set of, of badges. And it tries to set your title based on them. And then you wait five seconds, hit the T button again, and then it does the next set. Isn't it groups of nine or something like that? Yeah, yeah. And it, it gives you, you see in your system display a whole bunch of things will fly by where it's setting the title. Mm-hmm. And then you get a whole bunch. I got big groups where it says um, that your badge title's cleared, 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 mm-hmm. cleared. And I'm guessing each of those were where I hadn't earned the badge yet. So it was right. trying them, but I hadn't earned them. Right. And so what happens is... If you haven't earned it, then it doesn't get set, so it doesn't get reported. But the ones that are successful, Hero Stats automatically reports it to City Info Terminal, and that verifies them. So it took... um, Yeah, how long did that whole process take? It was was less than 10 minutes. I think it was less than 5 minutes. It didn't really take that long. Okay. I was doing... I was alt-tabbing and doing a couple other things while I was doing it. But it really wasn't very long. So you just kind of, you hit T, you wait five seconds, you hit T again, you hit T again. So in five-second intervals, I think there are, if I read the scripts correctly, there was something like 89 different ones that it did. Mm-hmm. So I guess it would be 89 times five seconds divided by 60 would give you the total amount. And once it's done, it sends you a tell to yourself. You get the the yellow text that you sent yourself a message that it was complete. Mm-hmm. And it actually restores whatever your bind keys were set to before. Right. And Because it kind of kidnaps the T button yeah. from target, which is what we're traditionally set to mm-hmm. as the default, to being the like activate button for the next set of badge th- things, right? Right. And so it automatically sets it back, so it, the, it corresponds back to your target window. Right. Um, and so if you would change T to not correspond to your target window, then it's going to set it to do your target window, so you'll have to change it back to wherever yeah. you had it before. So I did that. I went back to the site, and I showed – when I first went to the site, it showed that I had you know X number of badges and that 18 were not verified, mm-hmm. which were most likely gladiators. Gladiators. And then when I did this, and I immediately – Alt-tabbed back to the site, hit refresh, and boom, it showed all of them were verified. So it really did work really easily. Well, and I did the – I had, you know, like I said, we had done this, and I had done all the badges that I could. And we just recently found out from a friend in-game the slash set title and then sent Mm -hmm. actually – gave us a listing of what those different badge titles are. So I had to find what I had, check the list, 
and then do the slash set title and then go back and forth. And that took me about 10 minutes just mm-hmm. to do just the gladiators because right. I've got, you know, a lot of gladiators on there. Yeah. And this did every single badge, no Real matter quick. what kind of badge it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, and if you're not comfortable with doing that, yeah. the another option. Because I know I, I'm not comfortable with that. That's something you're going to have to set up on my computer. And is that something that you can run again? It's just sitting there as an executable waiting for you to do it on a different character? You could. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. You could do it for every single... And, 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 it, and it is character by character. Right. Doing it once doesn't do it for everybody. Right. It, it just only did does it for the, for the character in mm-hmm. game. So, yeah, you could go character by character and use that. Okay. But if you lapsed a few months, mm-hmm. you should download from the site again because they may have updated the bind file right. if there were new badges that were introduced. Yeah, I saw that this last file was from November of 07. Was mm-hmm. the last time it was updated? I didn't link it today, but I believe you. <laughs> Thanks, babe. <laughs> Trust. <laughs> so, yeah. So, if, if, it's, if there's been a lapse, you're going to want to download it again just Absolutely. to make sure. If but if you're not comfortable doing that, another option is to do screen captures. Mm-hmm. When you hit this print screen button, it shows, you know, it captures whatever's on your screen currently. Yeah. And you can post those in the forums at City Info Terminal. Mm-hmm. And there are people who are like badge counter authorizer people. Badge verification <laughs> right? contacts. And they will, it puts in a request to verify your badges and they will actually look at those screen captures and analyze it and make sure you haven't cheated and, you know, whatever they do. And so they will enter it for you that you're verified. Or, if that's too much trouble, you can actually meet one of them in-game in person. So you can put – there's a a link once you register. There's a link to request to update your badges. And you can get an appointment to meet somebody in-game, and they will actually meet you somewhere. They'll right-click and get your info and they'll go through all of your badges, and they'll verify which badges you right. have. So if you know you've only missed a couple badges, then you can just go ahead and click them to set them as your title. And as long as you have Hero Stats open, it'll record it. You don't have to actually download this script bind thing and do all that. Right. Um, if it's the first time, if you've just started using it, you're going to want to do that to get caught up. Right. But other than that, if you lapse, unless it's a, you know you got a gladiator that isn't recorded, right. then you can just click on them and... It'll set them. It'll catch them. So the site that's very much like City Info Terminal is City Game Tracker. C. Which also tracks all sorts of statistics, but it isn't as focused on badges City Info Terminal is. C. It really seems... Now, like I said, I haven't used City Game Tracker as much. I do have an account. My characters are on there. I have used the third-party client. Uh, Like I said, I like Hero Stats better. But... It seems more focused on showing off what you got, what you got to the yeah. world, <laughs> right? Because if you go to that front page, it tells you top ten right. influence or yeah. infamy, top ten, you know, mm-hmm. highest characters across the account, that yeah. sort of stuff. And I haven't had it turned on for, gosh, months and months and months. I don't know how long, but I haven't had it turned on for a long time. But I went ahead and clicked on it and to, you know, to see what information it really shows. And so when I clicked on it and I clicked on my profile, it showed I my current character count, I had 44 characters. Highest level was 50, lowest level was 1. Average level was 11, which surprised me. I figured the average would be higher, but Oh, we got 900 low levels. Sounds kind of sad. Yeah. 
my favorite archetype is the controller. I have 10 controllers. Do you really? <laughs> Which surprised me. I have a combined total of 115,350,979 experience and a combined total of 84,648,369 influence. And Viv shows she has 61 characters, highest level 50, lowest level 1, average level 8. Oh, ouch. Favorite archetype, Defender, with 14 Defenders. Is that all? (laughs) And you have your experience and influence hidden. So apparently Uh, that's an option. (laughs) I wonder the last time I updated that. Does it show recent characters? Um, it doesn't show the date on here. There may be something that shows the date, but... Unhide my options. I want to know what my XP is. It shows a total of 99,705,736 experience points and 203,649,268 influence. So you have more XP than me? You have much more influence. Well, that's because I was doing all of our auction house stuff. <laughs> you I have don't know how that's possible. How is that possible? 16 million more XP than me? How is that possible? You played way more than me. Huh. Interesting. Makes you sound much more powerful. How much influence do you have? 84 million. Oh, that's pathetic, babe. Get a job. <laughs> Get a job. Okay. And I'm the one that bought all the IOs for us, too, so... That puts it more like 400 million that I would have had. The character listing shows your server's level of each character, archetype, primary, and secondary power sets. And the character profile for each specific character shows the origin. It actually gives the biography text, your supergroup, your XP influence, and your badge count. I'm looking for a good cultured podcast. The Culture Cast, hmm? It's spelled with two Ks. I think I shall give it a listen anyway. I see runway shows, and they're like basically wearing a hefty bag with a sharp angle at the shoulder. <laughs> and I'm like, who the hell no. wears this stuff? Oh. oh, I know what happened. The new porn titles came out. No, no, no. I've looked at a couple Garmin GPSs, and I know I got a chubby. Yeah, that doesn't do it for me. The iPhone so does. Yes. So does. Oh, 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 this is far from cultured. Culturecast.com with your 2K spelling. I say bully. (laughs) Relax. Sit back. Take a load off. Let Biscuit and Susan Z kick your ass with culture. Culturecast.com with 2Ks. Because that's how they roll. Now, another site that I hadn't really used or heard of before, another add-in, is called Tweak COH. I don't think I've ever heard of that. Now... I came across this because I was trying to figure out there was text that said something about a program called Synapse. Oh, yeah. That I hadn't heard of before. Mm-mm. That apparently is like Hero Stats, where it actually collects data. Synapse 
is a very unfortunate name for a program. Yeah. Because anytime you do a search for CUH and Synapse, it gives you info about the, the contact mm-hmm. Synapse. And I didn't spend a whole lot of time, but I really couldn't find a program. And when I was going through Paragon Wiki, I was trying to find third-party add-in information. And I actually came across the article they have on running City of Heroes within the Linux operating system instead of Windows. And it mentioned that certain third-party programs like HeroStats um, and City Game Tracker and Tweak COH didn't work in Linux. Mm. So I'm like, well, what's Tweak COH? I've never heard of that. <laughs> and so I looked at it, and what it does is within the game, you have in the options, you can change your video settings, your audio settings, any of those settings. This keeps track of that, and you can set profiles. So that would be like when we open our son's account occasionally mm-hmm. or right. when the nephews come over and play. Right. That would be useful then. Very true. So you take all of these settings and you set a profile for one person or the other person. And when they go to log in, you launch this program and you you click that individual profile and it'll change all of those with one click. But beyond just the audio, video, chat, user interface, the font, Beyond those settings, it also has an, a separate interface to do demo recording. Demo recording. Oh, like Fraps? Or is that different? It's, it's like Fraps. We haven't talked about it on the podcast yet, but COH has this entire demo recording feature right. where you can start a record and it'll actually capture everything that happens in the game. Mm-hmm. Now, Fraps actually interfaces with your video card. And it actually saves everything as a video file, which is huge. The okay. video files get really giant. Okay. And what that allows you to do is to uh, encode that and post it to YouTube or, or to put it on a DVD or that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. What the demo does is it records a text file that is a representation of everything that gets drawn on the screen, but it's not the actual video file. Okay. So the files are much smaller. Okay. But it requires the game client to play it back. Okay, gotcha. The game actually creates all of the avatars and the backgrounds and everything right. real time and steps through that text file to create everything. Okay. So it give, the end result is much higher quality playback. Okay. Um, because it's not compressed and, and a much smaller file, but you it requires the game client. Okay. Now what this does and, and the only way to do that, to actually start it recording a demo or to play back a demo, is through the command line. Okay, and that's so, a whole other conversation. Yeah, and it's a little complicated because you have to type in slash commands and file names right. and directories on the hard drive and all kinds of stuff. Okay. And this actually gives you a graphical interface to that demo recording. The Tweak COH. The Tweak COH. So, yeah, you pop up this one little window and then you select the little options you want for recording the demo and you hit start. Mm-hmm. It starts playing it. There starts recording, sorry. And then later on, when you're done, you can launch Tweak COH again, pop up the demo interface, load a demo file, and hit play, and it starts playing back whatever happened. And it gives you an option at that time to save it all as an actual video file that you could put on a DVD oh, or something. Oh, well, that's cool. Because I was just going to say, well, what are you supposed to do with this demo thing? Well, that's that's... That's why a lot of people use Fraps, right. which is another third-party application. That, so that Tweak COH video. lets you use the internal demo record to 
do something that Fraps lets you do. Right. But at a higher resolution and free. And actually less impact on your system resources, where Mm -hmm. Fraps has a lot of, when you're running it, it can cause a lot of lag. So when you hit a key, it doesn't immediately respond. Mm -hmm. And a demo record, since it's a really small text file, it's kind of real time. And so it, for a slower system, this can be much more efficient, can give you a better, better image quality. Oh, our tween is just going to love that. And the other significant thing about Tweak COH is it has a diagnostics tab mm-hmm. that if you're having a lot of lag issues, this gives you some tools to try to figure out why. Nice. So it actually gives you a lot of classic TCP IP tools, which for techies, I'll know immediately what that is. Other people, who cares? Um, <laughs> that's when I say chooch. So that's like the underlying <laughs> networking protocol. So it'll give you info to do pings, trace route tests. Um, it'll show you your current transfer rates, and it'll actually give you the IP addresses of the of the COH server you're currently connected to. And mm-hmm. It's a lot of behind the scenes kind of stuff that can help you troubleshoot if you're if you have a bad connection. Okay, to find out why mm-hmm. and what if there's anything you can do to fix yeah. it. Yeah. So I haven't used Tweak COH. That's just what I what I. I have from a feeling site. you're going to be using and it. I'm definitely going to. You're going to be playing with it. So that's cool. This whole thing is giving you a new toy. Oh, great. New toy. (laughs) At least it's a free toy. Yeah. And I figured an honorable mention would go to TeamSpeak and Ventrilo, which are not CD of Heroes specific. Right. But they they are add-ins, kind of. What they do is they allow you to voice chat with other people that are playing the game. Right. Now, some games have voice built in now. Right. And it's getting much more popular, where like uh, Lord of the Rings Online, mm-hmm. at launch, they had voice integrated automatically. Right. WoW now has voice integrated. I wouldn't, Oh, it does? Mm-hmm. And for, I don't know which patch, but recently they actually oh, cool. launched internal voice chat. Cool. Um, now, the team and everybody else still seems to prefer Ventrilo. Right. But, um, so, TeamSpeak and Ventrilo, they do basically the same thing. Um, they work in slightly different ways, but you have a client program installed, and the people that you know also have to have the client installed. Right. And you have to have a central server that you all connect to to talk. Um, for our team on our server at home, I created a Ventrilo server for them. Right. So all of his friends have that address, and they all hit the same address. They all have names and passwords for it, and they can all talk whenever they're online. A lot of guilds or supergroups or clans will create a custom Ventrilo server or TeamSpeak server to talk on. Um, there's differences as far as how they charge. Ventrilo is completely free for up to a certain number of connections. Right. TeamSpeak seem to have seem to be more expensive to do a lot of more basic things, um, but they they both do have some kind of free versions. Right. There is hosting available for both of them that you can pay for per month. Um, that's really inexpensive to host your own servers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so that's basically what it's all about is it's all about a way to actually use voice communication while you're playing the games instead of using the, the text interface. And I've got no experience with that. The people that we team with have no interest in the, mm-hmm. in the voice communication right. which i which i think is probably fine with me because i think it would probably blow the immersion mm-hmm. you know what i mean like there's one person there's a male that we team with and he frequently teams with us with his female character and mm-hmm. it would be really weird to hear a, okay i'm gonna <laughs> cast you know <laughs> recovery aura now gather up from this little petite little you right. know big boobed heroine Otherwise, running around known as a net vestite 
Annette Vesta, yeah. <laughs> a girl guy in real life. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So that I, I think I'm okay with that. At first, I was kind of disappointed. I thought it would definitely save a lot of time explaining things like the mm-hmm. Transcendence Trial. Right. Oh, because yeah. That we have, and maybe we should do an episode of that one. Just talk, do yeah. like a walkthrough. Because I totally intended to do specific TFs and yeah. have episodes dedicated to that. Yeah, but I wanted to get more of the basics covered Absolutely. first. But I think we definitely need to do that, and maybe do that soon because people with lower level characters yeah. are going to be doing that in hollows. So yeah, you don't have to be very. high You don't to have do to it. be. No, I think the the level cap for that is fifteen. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's mm-hmm. basically five to fifteen. Yeah. You can run it. You have to be over five to get in hollows. And it's really fascinating. (laughs) Yeah. That one, I've kind of, I'm, I've retired (laughs) from the Transcendence Trial. We've run it quite a few times. I've retired. It's, we have a really great way to run it successfully, (laughs) to run it quickly, but you have to have everybody, all eight people's attention. Right. And it takes a very specific build to lead it. Yes. And and so we'll go into that another time. But I think that going through that probably, I don't know, three minutes of explaining what everybody's going right. to be doing and when would be so much easier. Because we usually do it with yeah. the, our usual crew mm-hmm. with one or two different, you know, rotating people or pugs because mm-hmm. you have to have eight to run it. And the, the instructions are so specific. Okay, this is how we do it and do it quickly. And I think that our best time was 27 minutes or 28 minutes may have been our record. And that was even with a a pickup player, a pup on the team. But it would have been so much easier if we could have just said, okay, everybody shut up (laughs) and listen. (laughs) Instead of me saying, okay, everybody, hands off your keyboard. No right. joking. No, and of course, we've got our usual funny, funny guys that yeah. are like, what? Huh? What? And so it would have been so much easier if we could have just talked through it. <laughs> but we couldn't. We had to persevere through the typing right. of the instructions. So yeah. I think maybe I wouldn't be retired if we could get everybody on Ventrilo for that. But that yeah. won't happen. Honestly, within City of Heroes, there's not that many situations where voice is really necessary. Yeah. Where the chat's the text chat seems to be more appropriate. Where is a game like World of Warcraft, once you get the higher levels, the only thing you really do is go through the in, the, the multi-team instances, mm-hmm. the raids. So you are having to coordinate 20 to 40 to 60 people. Yeah. And that's where the communication, the real-time communication of Ventrilo or TeamSpeak really comes in and can right. really help. For some people, they're more vocally focused, so it's a lot easier to just chat and talk. Yeah. A lot of people are too nervous, too shy to That's talk. That's right. That's so the issue we have with our they friends. They prefer the chat interface. Right. Uh, so, but it's an option. So, you know, and it's interesting because our teen has been doing Ventrilo for so long. Or is it TeamSpeak? He does. Primarily Ventrilo. He's been doing Ventrilo exclusively. And he does do, obviously, he does type chat. Mm -hmm. But I think that if he had to run an entire game session without Mm -hmm. Ventrilo, that it would just literally hinder him. (laughs) I I don't think he would know what to do with himself if he had to, like, use his fingers for all his communication (laughs) rather than just some of his communication. So I think it's good. It's kind of like being able to drive a stick shift, (laughs) you know? Thus endeth the main topic. Now I'm going to ask you this. Yes. What I know what my favorite is of the ones you listed, mm-hmm. of the ones that you're familiar with, because now you're excited about Tweak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, what is your favorite of the add-ins? If you had Hero to pick stats, one, hand down. Really? I can't live without Hero Stats. Oh, that's interesting. That's not what I would pick. Yeah. I really like Hero Stats, but mm-hmm. I mean, I I guess we have friends that are badge hounds mm-hmm. that um, also, you know check up on city info terminal and compare their characters like one time he said oh yeah i was comparing a character that i wasn't on <laughs> with another of with his main badge hound okay and he said oh i've got you've got this and that's great and i'm like how do you know i'm not even on the character you can't right. even look at my info oh i was just on city info terminal is that up to date and i'm like i don't know <laughs> if i've had hero stats open then it's up to date now it is right. but so you know that kind of stuff I think it's great. It's fun. But I don't go and, like, research it and compare mine to other characters. Mm-hmm. The thing that I could not live without is Vidiot Maps. Yeah, it's a close second. I really I really don't think that I could function anymore without Vidiot Maps. <laughs> I'm so spoiled with it. Yeah. yeah. It's it just because it does show you all of the different locations, all the get-around spots, and it's just so much easier. Mm-hmm. And because I frequently am taking people around and getting the badges for zones. Right. But being the healer, having recall friend, I usually find myself with our usual game group when we go into a new zone and we're actually taking the time to do it, that I'm teleporting people around to the different exploration badges uh-huh. to get them while we're you know waiting for other people to load in or right. whatever. And having that, I don't even have to think about it. I don't have to look at the location coordinates. It's just so easy. Right. I love it. Sure. So that would be the thing I couldn't live without. You wow. can have my hero stats. The stats are great. The <laughs> clock is wonderful. <laughs> or finding out how much no. prestige or yeah. you know, XP you're earning. That sometimes actually the XP rate sometimes drives me to distraction. It's like True. we're not earning fast enough. We need to up our yeah. up and, you know, lower our number of people on the team and move faster, move faster. And it just kinda That's makes true. me more frantic. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm having fun, but I'm not earning XP fast <laughs> enough, so crack the whip. Yeah. Video maps would be a very close second. Wow. So if you have information about a different add-in that we didn't cover, please, please call us. Because um, specifically, if you know anything about Synapse, because I couldn't find any information about it. I yeah. want to know what it is. And it may be something that was hip for a little while that Hero Stats overtook. That is defunct now, mm-hmm. but um, since they mentioned it in the article, I'm curious to see what it does. So, um, so were you saying that Synapse works with Linux? And no, 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 no. It specifically Windows? said it didn't work with didn't with work Linux. with Linux. Yeah. Okay, so that all of these were Windows centric and didn't work with Linux. Gotcha. Um, so I'm just really curious. So if you know of any other third party apps or whatever, then please send an email to cohpodcast at gmail dot com. To let us know about it. Or you can, of course, leave it as a comment on. Or you could even call it in to the COH podcast phone line at 206-338-2911. And we'd love to play your comments or Mm -hmm. suggestions. Along those lines, we're thinking about doing a SG spotlight spotlight now i can't remember if we mentioned that on last no, episode we, or if i just I don't made it as a note we've talked about it two or three times but i don't think we've ever actually made it on to the podcast yeah so um if you are proud of your sg if you want to try to recruit more people to it or whatever then go ahead and you can do the email do the comment or do the call in 
with information about your SG, with the name, with what server you're on. With the link if you have a website. Link if you have a website and, you know, just kind of what you're about. What, yeah. what are the kind of people that you're looking for? And we'll spotlight you on the podcast. If you do decide to let us know about your SG, then let us know. Are you more laid back? Are you more badge focused? Are you raid focused? Which, of course, is kind of dead right now. But mm-hmm. what kind of stuff do you guys or do? Role play only. Or- yeah. And we thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed. And if you have, again, any factions or any other suggestions, topics, ideas, whatever, drop us a line, give us a call. This podcast, its hosts, and websites are not in any way affiliated with NCSoft, Cryptic Studios, or City of Heroes. All views expressed are solely of the hosts and their guests. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike License, which is explained in detail at cohpodcast.com. Good hunting, heroes.